the universe just kind of slapped me in the mouth and said, hey, <laughs> I'm gifting you this opportunity. You should run with it. Hi, and welcome to the second installment in this two-part series on franchise resales. In the first episode, we heard from Glenn Vanderplug, a former franchisee who sold his franchise business. We heard about his experience from the seller side of the fence and some sage advice that he had to offer on the topic. In this episode, we hear from Jade and Kelsey Stewart, franchisees who purchased an established franchise. They talk about their experience from the acquisition side of things right from day one of the process all the way through to its completion. With a healthy dose of enthusiasm, they explain how they first learned about the opportunity, how they arrived at a final price for the business, and what they found out after taking the reins on an established business with hundreds of clients and tons of repeat business. If you're someone who's looking to buy a business or perhaps sell your business now or one day in the future, we hope you enjoy these two episodes and can glean some information to apply to your own unique situation. Without further ado, let's get started. Cheers. Very happy to be sitting down with Jay and Kelsey Stewart. Jay, Kelsey, thank you very much for taking time to do this. Do you want to just get things started and describe, first of all, where you guys are? And then as a second question, when you started your business? So we're from Regina, Saskatchewan. We're in the prairies. It's cold and flat. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, the, the Omaha of Canada. How about that? How about we put it that way? <laughs> That's a good comparison for the United States folks, yeah. So we have been running uh, Fiber New Regina for a little over a year now. We took over in January of 2019. Uh, that was when I went to training, right? Yeah. January, yeah. We're just uh, just past one year anniversary, and we're we're still catching up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> to put it one way, we're sh- we still haven't got our feet under us yet. It's been absolutely insane here. Yeah. So we were actually lucky enough to purchase an existing franchise from Norm and Denise Dick. If anybody, those names might be familiar to you because they've been around for about 25 plus years of cyber news. So they're, they're the original, some of the original people to to join um, back in the 80s. So yeah, we were very lucky to stumble across uh, this franchise in Regina and lucky enough to purchase it. Fantastic. And I know that contributes to the feeling of, you know, still getting your your feet wet, as you said, because, you know, it's a little bit different in a resale situation where you you have to hit the ground running. I definitely want to yeah. explore that and your experience, but let's maybe just start back at the very beginning. And I, I know some of the, the ins and outs of the story, but if you could just retell everyone how you came across Fibernew and that whole process of, you know, discovering the, the franchise, talking to Norm, and eventually coming on board? Uh, so Kelsey and I are one of those crazy couples that we like to be around each other. And uh, we always thought that uh, we'd be good business partners, and uh, it was just something we always wanted to do. So we'd been looking around. Um, I really wanted something that was mobile, something that I didn't have to have uh brick and mortar and have a large lease payment. So we we were looking at a few options and we found one and we spent about a year on that, which eventually fell through because they had some issues with getting their products into Canada or something like that. It was like three days before Christmas. They dropped the bomb on us that, you know, this wasn't going to happen. So we'd wasted a year and a bunch of money and we're quite upset. So Went on with Christmas, had a great time, family, 
And then we got back to work in January. And uh, so at the time, I was running a medical clinic. One day, the uh, receptionist was sick. So I said, well, I can cover the desk, not a big deal. And so while I was up on the desk, I was on the computer just looking around at you know, the best mobile franchises. And there was an ad for Fibernew. I knew that there was already an existing Fibernew franchise in Regina because I used to sell cars a long time ago and I would see the van on the lot. So I really didn't give it a second thought. I just continued scrolling and looking and whatever else. And then about I don't know, maybe five, ten minutes later, I look up from the computer and I see a fiber new van outside of the clinic. And I'm like, oh, man, that's crazy. And in walks Norm. If you've met Norm, then you know he's just so easy to talk to, such a likable, nice guy. He comes strolling in and I get to chatting with him and uh, just asking him about fiber new and said, oh, yeah, my wife and I were actually looking at uh, purchasing a business, we've been looking around, but haven't haven't had too much luck. And that, and then he said, "Well, we're actually considering selling." And so it was like just these meant to be. I don't know. <laughs> series of yeah, series strange events. That yeah. Went. To finding out he was even selling it because it wasn't listed. Well, and yeah, and it was um, the the initial business we were looking at didn't really it didn't really do it for me. I just I thought, well, it's an interesting thing. It's not here, but uh, I wasn't passionate about it. But as soon as I talked to Norm and knew that he was interested in selling Cybernew, that that really excited me, and I. I don't know if it was more about the repairs, but my wife will tell you I love vehicles, I love toys, I love boats, I love RVs. I want to be in every one that I could be in because I just like them yeah. all. And I wanted to be back in the industry again. Like I said, I used to sell cars, and I, I loved the industry. Um, that job itself I didn't really want to do forever. Um, so it was just kind of a... I don't know, just Festival the universe world. just kind of slapped me in the mouth and said, hey, <laughs> I'm gifting you this opportunity. You should run with it. <laughs> then that took us, you know, after we we'd met with Norman Denise and went for dinner a few times and made sure that, you know, they were comfortable with us, you know, taking over their <laughs> legacy, I guess. And then we got down to, you know, pricing and whatever else. And all, all told, it took us about a year yeah. to, to get it all done. Yeah, I'd say from beginning of, you know, Norm walking into the clinic yeah. and, and saying he was selling to purchasing the, the actual business. Yeah, it was like it was January to January. It was just about a year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you want to describe briefly some of that negotiation? What what was all included in the business? What was the, the makeup of the business? How did you, you know, detail sure. all of that and come to a final arrangement and agreement together? We're very easy people to deal with, and so were the dicks. So it, it was just a series of conversations. Uh, we knew exactly what they wanted. We All we really wanted to do was get their financials, take them through. Um, I took them to two accountants that gave us their opinions. Of value, yeah. And went from there. And then 
we constructed an offer and we included, we didn't include product or anything like that because I knew I was getting the, the starter package from Fiber New International and Norm and Denise were both going to continue working. So I didn't see any reason to kind of take their stuff. So mm-hmm. I just, I wanted the most seamless transition because we did have an existing technician, Wayne, um, along with Norman Denise and all of the accounts they've built. I just wanted to slide in as another technician. I didn't want to rock any boats or mess with any previous agreements or anything like that. So, yeah, we basically just agreed on the figure. I didn't take any product. Um, and then we did like a cashback scenario uh, for a vehicle. Oh, I was just going to add to that. I guess what we did was it's considered an asset purchase agreement. So we kind of each had lawyers on both sides and then obviously figured out the price agreement. Um, And what kind of came with it was obviously like their 25 years of experience, like lists of clientele that they've built up, um, and then their value of like their training and assistance once we took over. They added that as like kind of a a cash, like a price value. value. Yeah. Yeah. Into the deal. And that was, that was huge. Uh, uh, having them around has just been insane. Like yes. right off the bat, I mean, right after training, I came back and I rode with Norm for, I think it was like six weeks to two months. Well, I think it was like two to three months. I don't know. It was a long time. And I just began by kind of watching him and I'd be his assistant kind of thing. And then it just kind of transitioned into, I would do the lion's share and he would watch me and, you know, give me tips or correct me and, if I was really stinking, he'd just jump in and (laughs) (laughs) do it the right way. (laughs) Having that option was huge. I can't imagine not having that. And I think why that was such an asset, and we're really fortunate that Norman Denise decided to kind of stick around and stay on for advice and consultation and and be technicians and do work, was, was the seamless transition because they had and we still have quite a few, like, auto body shop, furniture stores, RV dealership, like, clients who are continually using us, that it was a seamless transition. Like, when, you know, being around for 25 years as Normandy were, they were quite apprehensive about new people. So they just they wanted to make sure they were getting the same quality and the same attention and the same customer service and um, having Norm there to kind of, you know, reassure these yeah. existing clients um, really helped with that, that transition. Yeah, <laughs> I could totally see it. And, and from their perspective, I mean, this really has been their baby over the past, you know, two and a half decades. And they still yep. live in the community. So they're still going to see these yep. people that they did work for. And, and they want to make sure that that's handed off properly. And I, I think you even mentioned that in the first stages of talking together, that was probably what they were doing is almost, you know, sussing you guys out. Are, are you guys Definitely. worthy of taking over this legacy? I think were the words you said. So, um, you know, yeah. right from that yeah. stage, right to the, the actual passing of the ball, um, it sounds like it, it went pretty well. Yeah, yeah. It, it did. And uh, I know they had had a few people interested before us that either I don't know, turned out to be not interested or not the right people or whatever it was. They were they were really kind of leery of who they're giving their baby to, basically. So mm-hmm. we do everything in our power to 
you know, to keep them proud and, you know, make sure that they know we were the right people. We're looking after their customers. We're looking after this thing that they created and we're just trying to, trying to bump it up a few notches too. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Jamie was stellar. She was so awesome. Uh, everybody was Phaedra, like, yeah, everybody back there. Jesse. Yeah, you, like, everyone was super cool. You guys were patient, and so were the dicks, because, like I said, it took a year, and it's, a lot of that was us just trying to get the finances. Uh, we're not independently wealthy. No. Uh, we're young. So it, it took a lot of work to, uh, to get this done, and, yeah, the patience that everybody had was, was really awesome. We were terrified that you know, somebody would come in and scoop us. Yeah. <laughs> so, it worked out. The other thing I wanted to ask you guys about was your entire experience with purchasing an established business and any advice you would have either, I mean, from your position as the purchaser, but maybe even reflecting on what you saw in Norman Denise go through maybe from the seller's position as well just any you know words of wisdom you could offer definitely like i mean it probably goes without saying i get to know the potential purchaser first like i think norm denise and us like we we really got to know each other before anything was really finalized uh and we all really liked each other and that was important I'd say believe them when they tell you how things are going to be because I I had no idea what we were in for in terms of how much work was going to come in. And they kept warning me, kept warning me, you know, maybe you should get ready for this, maybe you should do that. I'm just thinking, oh, I'm fine, fine, I got it, don't worry about it. And then it just hit, and it was like, oh, my gosh. There were so many days that we... I worked from 8 to 11 or midnight or just had to keep going and going and going because it flooded in super quick. So, yeah, definitely pay attention when they're trying to give you advice on on those little things. Don't think you got it all figured. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Accept the mentorship. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. I definitely, like... If you can, obviously, before you purchase the franchise, for more of the buyer side, before you purchase it, if you could do a ride along or shadow them for a day or two to really get an idea of, like, a day in their shoes. Is it something you're going to enjoy? If, like, say you're purchasing a business, but you're not so fortunate as us to have the previous owners stay on, definitely at least get them to go and introduce you to their you know, bigger, more consistent contracts or Mm -hmm. contacts or businesses. Because, like I said, like some businesses, because they already know the previous owner, the previous franchisee, that they are expecting a certain quality and they're they're apprehensive. So just to get that face-to-face and that, like, kind introduction, it it goes a long way for sure. More than anything, like, you got to... You got to knock some doors and kiss some babies, whether you're taking over a franchise or starting from scratch, mm-hmm. you're still selling yourself yeah. uh, to a bunch of people who don't know you. And, and, you know, I had a guy, he was messing around, but 
it, it was scary. Like one of Norm's oldest uh, contacts. They have, I think, the biggest body shop in Saskatchewan. The guy just looked straight at me, and he's like, I trust Norm's work. I don't trust yours. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and uh, so, so I basically... Did you prove yourself? Yeah. Yeah, so what I did was I just told Norm, I was like, everything that comes from them, give to me. And don't tell them that I'm doing it. And just to see, like, if I miss anything or if they catch anything or whatever. So... So I did all of their work for about two weeks, and I asked Norm, I'm like, hey, are they happy? Have they said anything? He's like, no, everything's great. So then the la- the next time I went in, I told him, <laughs> the guy, I was like, so that was me doing all the work. And he gave me a hard time. It's just his sense of humor, but I didn't know him at the beginning. I thought he was just being a jerk, but... Uh, he had a laugh about that. <laughs> that kind of industry, there's a lot of people like that. They, you just, man, you you can't tell if they're joking or not. Yeah. Some of these guys. So I guess, yeah, the, the proving yourself and just persevering when, you know, things might be a little intimidating, but sticking it out and hopefully people will, you know, come to come to know your work and, and enjoy it and appreciate it because, yeah, it's quite rewarding what, what things we can do and things we can fix. It's awesome. Yeah. Another thing when you're, I guess, negotiating the purchase agreement to try and work in to get some training, you know, or some time or I don't know if you want to call it training or mentorship um, from the previous owners. Like if you can like even get a week or two weeks of their time just for them to be available to you. If you can work that in, that's really helpful. And if, if you're the seller, uh, be okay with that and be super patient because it's scary. You know, Kelsey and I coming into this, we didn't know what to expect. We we knew we were in, we knew it was a great opportunity. We we're going into a lot of debt, but it was scary. And Norman Denise were super patient. There was no such thing as a stupid question. They were always accessible. So. Just be open and be easy with whoever is looking at purchasing your baby. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And you guys are living proof of that that patience paying off in the end, you know, because you guys have been able to, to continue the business, grow it, and, and Norm and Denise, I'm sure, are happy with it. So it, if it's a, a needed step in the, in the process, um, the one to definitely pay attention to. In spite of the roller coaster ride that you guys have been on or the, the storm or tornado, I think you described it as earlier, you guys are obviously still having fun in the business and, and I, I can see the smile through the phone as we talk. So <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. That's, a, that's a great thing. Yeah, we are. We're, we're having fun. I mean, we work really hard, but it's, at least it's on our terms. Yeah. Um, and this, this is what we wanted. We wanted to be business owners. We wanted to to do something for ourselves. And this is just the beginning for us. Like we're, I, we're both in our thirties now. This is just the beginning. So this is going to set us up and the potential is huge. And I think we've only scratched the surface of what we can do. Everybody will yeah. need us at some point in their life. And our business is insanely strong in business to business. 
Yeah. We we basically have a monopoly on home builders, car dealerships, body shops, all of the above, furniture, yeah, RV, you name it. But it's it's still the average person that uh, they're the ones we got to connect with. Kind of, you know, rewarding when you're just having an average conversation with someone, whether it's, you know, a friend or a family member and you're just discussing the work you do and the things you can do. And they're like, oh, you can do that? Oh, you can do that? And you're like, absolutely. And it's just, yeah, it's really rewarding and amazing to just, like, be able to solve people's problems and, and just be... The reaction when you can yeah. fix something and they're amazed, it's, it's really, really ah. rewarding. <laughs> always, how did you do that? They yeah. always say the same, how did you do that? <laughs> Magic. Guys, this has been a wonderful conversation catching up with you. Thank you very much for sharing your story and your adventures in your first year of business. And we, of course, wish you raging success in the years to come. Thanks so much. It's been great.